When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Luxus Greats, the leaders in customizable aluminium drainage. She was an eventful night at the MCG from start to finish. Collingwood by eight points over Geelong. One of the prime movers for the Pies is Jack Crisp. Jack, great to have you with us on Crunch Time. Thanks for having me, boys. Hope you're well. We are, we are. How, how do you reflect on it the morning after? It was a hell of a night. Yeah, no, it was really good. Um, it's obviously fantastic to have uh, so many people there in the crowd. But, um, yeah, we knew it was going to be a great game. Um, you know, a lot on the line um, for Geelong especially. But, uh, yeah, we needed to find some form again. And, uh, yeah, we're able to put to put a bit of a good performance together. Did you answer a few of the questions that, that were asked internally during the week? Uh, yeah, we had a, probably just a real simple focus, to be honest, and bring back um, like our pressure game. Come back to a bit of our DNA, um, and like pressure's our one wood. So we wanted to make sure we brought the heat, um, and obviously the, the scoreboard can tick over in our favour if we are if we are doing that. How much did you focus through uh, that Hawthorne game last week? Because they they came up with a tactic to just pierce their way through your zone. Look like you guys were zoning a lot of space, but not manning up when you needed to. How much was that focused on? Because it seemed like after quarter time, you you really improved in that area. Yeah, well, that was a probably a big um, focal point throughout the week as well. Um, we had uh, like a bit of strong review, I guess, on the team defence um, side of things. Like, yes, it's all well and good to you know get into position, but then you know, it's another stage to communicate with the people around you, be a bit physical, be on your toes, energetic, ready to come forward and take out those shorts. Because last week, yeah, we were just kind of folding back a bit too much and giving up all those easy short kicks. And then, yeah, it, same with the first quarter as well, Geelong pulled those three-quarter kicks. Does it surprise you, you, throughout the year you've had so many injuries, but blokes continue to stand up. You look at last night, Darcy Moore went out, and other blokes filled the void again. Does it surprise you, the resilience of your football club, and how it doesn't matter who you lose, you, you, back, you go back to playing the same old football? Man, uh, it doesn't so much surprise us or surprise me anymore, to be honest. I think... Um, a lot of guys have really tipped into knowing uh, multiple roles um, and we pride ourselves on being quite versatile. So I think like cause in football, obviously, as you know, you can get caught out of your primary position plenty of times before. Um, so you've just got to be able to play different roles when when required. Um, and yeah, lucky we had um, Billy Frampton come in. He was actually going to play a bit of a forward ruck role for us, but obviously it's Darcy going down. He had to come down back um, and be our key defender. So yeah, we're able to Move the magnets around a little bit, um, and yeah, still able to play really well. You had a, uh, a sub in, in Jack Ginevan last night. He obviously had to go back and, and do a fair bit of work at, at reserves before he, he got his game again. He came on. He, it seemed like he sparks the crowd. Whenever he, whenever he comes onto the football field, he got to the right spot. That second quarter when he replaced Darcy Moore, he gave you guys a bit of a boost, and you sort of got a bit of momentum from that. And he, had a, he had a fair game for first game back after a while. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He, um, he had quite an impact, which was pretty good. Like, he'd been chipping away, um, obviously, for a while now in the BFL on the board. I had been playing some great football, just buying his time, and then, yeah, got his opportunity last night, and he, you can tell he grabbed it with two hands. He set up, 
I don't know how many goals it was in the end, but he played really well, attacked the ball really hard. Um, yeah, and then played the team first football, gave ourselves best shot, um, yeah, and helped impact the scoreboard. So, yeah, really, really pleased with his performance. Jack, where are you playing at the moment? Where do you like playing? You've been mid, you've been back, you've been everywhere. I, I just thought last night you, you, your back line was as good as I've seen it on counterpunch for a long time. I know you've had a bit of a lull over the last month or, or so of football, but last night it was, it was express out of the back line. Yeah, well, I have been playing everywhere, but that's all right. We've got, um, as I said, different guys that play different roles and whatever that's required for, for the week, we'll get the, get the job done. Um, but, yeah, it was really good. Like, we've, we're have we generally okay at bouncing off turnover and stuff like that, but um, you're having some run with John, Q, um, Oleg Markov and myself, which is was pretty good. Um, felt like we could get a bit of speed on the ball because um, they did um, send a few forwards like uh, and midfields, uh, midfielders get forward um, early the ball, so we had to be careful of that. But, um, yeah, when we get a bit of speed on the ball, it's where, where we can link up with hands and kind of access our forwards out the back. So the fast... Live play is, uh, is probably yeah, one would, I would say. Do you think he'll play with Jeremy Howe down back again for the rest of the year? Because mm. he looks like he's uh, he's made the transition. He doesn't want to be part of the uh, the men's department down back anymore. He's he's going up to the Showtime <laughs> City. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he really enjoyed kicking a few goals the other week. So, um, yeah, he's definitely getting his turn to look at the ice cream. Um, but it just changes the dynamic, I guess, as well. It gives us another presence up forward, um, especially for someone like him where he can actually take the strong contested mark as well and then play a bit of a defensive shutdown role. So if it gives us that versatility to change things up when necessary to help us get the win, um, he's happy to play that role as well. Uh, Jack, Sam Edmund here. Appreciate your time this morning, mate. Oh, keen to ask you about Collingwood's stoppage game, your clearance game. Uh, has that slipped? Is it something you're aware of or conscious of or, or are you happy enough when, you know, the rest of your game is in order? Yeah, well, we do focus on a few different parts. Like, obviously, we want to be a forward territory team and that obviously starts with, with the stoppages. I think the first quarter we got smacked in clearance. Um, that resulted in, obviously, Geelong around the territory and then putting the scoreboard pressure on. We're able to turn the tables a bit, maybe second or third quarter. Um, but, yeah, we do kind of pride ourselves on it. Obviously, centre bounce is a big focus throughout the week. But, um, yeah, around the ground, stoppage stuff hasn't been too bad. And you... um, but, yeah, it all starts at the source. Sorry, mate. I was just going to ask you if you're clear where the boundary line is. I mean, that Jezza Cameron mark, you wouldn't have had a problem with that, would you, in the third quarter? <laughs> yeah, no, I was a few blokes had something to say about it at the time, but um, <laughs> obviously you can't change the decision. But it is what it is. And, yeah, geez, he kicked some good goals from the boundary, didn't he? He did. He did. What was it the source of some mirth in the rooms afterwards? What's that, sorry? Was it the source of some discussion and mirth in the aftermath? In the aftermath? <laughs> Uh, not from my end, but probably after the game, I said, I said to him, you a couple of nice goals with the banjo there, but he was just kind of laughing. Uh, but it was, all, it was all good fun. Like, yeah, We're happy to get the win, which is what we came there for. Um, he, Jeremy obviously played really well, put us under the pump a fair bit with seven goals, I think it was. So, yeah, it was a great game all around. I think the big question for us on the outside looking in, Jack, is what, what is what is this win? Is this a win to stamp, yep, we're back and we're rolling again? We're gathering for for a real tilt in September, or was it just one of those wins you just had to have and don't read too much into it? Uh, well, I think we may have had a bit of a form slump, obviously, but I think we're just kind of rediscovering our DNA a little bit. Um, we're a pressure and fight and forward territory team, so hopefully you'll see that over the next couple of weeks. Just kind of coming back to ourselves and uh, making sure we're continually trying to get better, because um, there's obviously all facets of the game you can grow in. 
Um, but we're just trying to yeah, get back to consistent four quarters of football uh, where we uh, put the heat on the opposition and really get the ball going forward our way. So last night was probably the first step getting back to that kind of football. Um, yeah, but hopefully you'll see it continue through the next few weeks. Uh, leading into last night's game, Isaac Quainer had lost three 1v1 battles for the year, which is unheard of. Is he as annoying to train against? Is he as competitive as training as what he is in a game? Yeah, he uh, he tips in a fair bit to his football. He's, he's very strong. He's quick. He's repeat effort, sprint meters and stuff that he puts on the GPS as well is quite um, quite strong. So he's he's definitely one that's hard to match up against. Um, but he always gives his all. So it's great to have him part of the team and love playing with him. Hate to play against him. Jack, I probably should ask you about your captain and how he might be getting on. I know you're not in the medical department, but uh, he would know his body better than anyone else. Are you, are you optimistic, or is he optimistic that it's a short term rather than long term? Yeah, from what from what I gather, he's, he's pretty optimistic. It's more of a cautionary approach, I think, um, given like obviously he had has, a, has had a few hamstrings in the past, so you'd you'd better you know come off and get subbed off where you can before pushing through it, especially this time of year. We'd rather obviously have him out for one or two instead of five to six. So yeah, fingers crossed the scan goes well, and obviously we'll probably hear about that later today or tomorrow. We'll all wait to hear. Jack, terrific to have you with us. Good luck for what's to come in the remainder of the season. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Jack Crisp there from the Pies who have locked in their top two position with that win last night. Uh, we're going to go deeper into the game itself with David King and Luke Hodge next on Crunch Time.